Doesn't it sound like something special is going to happen? Hello? Hi. How's it going? Going good. <sighs> All right. So, uh, good evening. Good evening, everyone. Um, if you guys... Trying to adjust myself. Trying to adjust myself. If you guys are tuning in for the first time, you are in for a treat. Okay, this is simply Bree and that be that be, and of course tonight we are bringing you nothing but the fire. Um, what do we talk that about? Be. We talk about you know different situations. We talk about different topics um, from two different generations, two different backgrounds, two different locations. So if you have not already done so, please make sure that you are hitting that subscription bell. Boop, boop, boop. And hitting the notification bell as well. Make sure that you receive your updates and your alerts anytime we are getting ready to go live. Um, I need to adjust this right here because this is looking crazy. I was looking on to the side. Um so that is in a nutshell what we are about uh betty yes okay how was your week actually uh, Tell us about you, your week. you already know about today um yes. but you know i'm finding that with stressful days lately especially after being through the pandemic and mm -hmm. just kind of being like it's not much you could do about stuff when stuff goes wrong right um but try to find a solution. And if not, you know, fuck up, happy camper. So I've been using that attitude. It seems to be working. At the end of the day, you know, I was stressing, as you know, because I'm working. I'm taking care of my half-blind, really old dog. Shout out and to the really old dog. In case he's not sleeping, I would say his name, but I don't know. He actually, now when he hears... This is hilarious. When he hears people's voices, uh -huh. I guess since he's, you know, I, he must miss having people around the house because when I was married, we were living in a house where it was a multi-family house. Mm -hmm. So he was all around people. And now he's like only around me. He must be like, Ugh, this lady. <laughs> um, so, so yeah. So now he will hear like your voice. So yeah. if, if we're talking on the phone on speaker, he like immediately is like alert. Perks up. I have a He's couple like, of friends person. that when I, when I talk to them, he like wakes up. And oddly enough, there's two DJs that I know uh -huh. that guess I listen to them so often. Whenever I put them on, he like, he's like awake. Like, oh, okay. It's time to wake up now. Yes, Party, so time. Party time. Party <laughs> time. Yeah, or he'll start like wagging his tail, even though he, you know, he has that bed that looks like a taco. Yeah. So he's like embedded, but all you see is like tail, like I'm up. Just wagging. He's um, like, this is my jam. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, with having to deal with him, and then when I'm doing stuff around the house, uh -huh. like laundry and things, as, as you know, today I had an issue with the machine and it broke and the tech had to come. And as you know, Bree, like I told you, the tech lied about stuff when he was here. And I was just like, oh, I was wondering. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, it was what I told him. It wasn't what he told me. Yeah. Um, but I finally washed everything and dried everything. 
But my stress was, is that I wanted to prepare for the podcast, you know, like the camera and all that stuff, like, like what, what I ended up doing, but I was like, I'm not going to have time. And you know about me and my vieja naps. Like I need my old lady nap. I wasn't I'm even fine. able to nap. I was like, Oh, I'm so stressed, but I'm better now. Yeah, my old and, lady nap. Hey, my old lady naps. I need them. Let me tell you. I don't notice that you're like, Betty, I'm going to nap. When you hit like 45, you start craving <laughs> these naps like they're crack. You Not know, that I know what crack is like because I don't. But Wow, know, I was going to say, you know, Betty. Super addictive. Super addictive. What's so, up, B? Yeah. Yes. Hey. I'm not even. Oh, in the building. Oh, is it Yes. Oh, I think it's Jay. Yay. You know, Jay told me that one day he would actually come as a guest. I don't okay. care if it's for my for five minutes. Okay. He needs to at least say hi. One day. Not today. One day. That's okay. That's okay. We'll always yes. be here. Yes. <sighs> Lorraine. Listen. Um, but no, but that's how my day was. And as far as the week. I'm just happy that I got to, I got well enough now where I can have somewhat of a sentence uh-huh. and I'm not coughing up a lung. Don't, uh, don't jinx yourself. No, I mean, I have cough drops. That's what I was eating before we started and everything. I'm, I'm ready to go, girl. I'm prepared. <laughs> okay. Um, but as it is, look how much I've talked and I haven't coughed yet. Nasty <laughs> That was a cough. That was okay, a cough. I let that one go. So, and and I got to exercise. I got to go back to the gym, and that's always good. It's the pain for the gym right now, but yeah. No, but it was hard. It was super hard because just catching my breath and trying to have the same stamina and energy that I had right before I got Omicron. Mm-hmm. Um. That wasn't happening. I worked, I still work out super hard, but I could feel it like, wow, this is, this really like hit me pretty hard, especially in the respiratory system. You can tell. Right. So the thing um, is, I'm happy that I can do it. It still lingers. It still lingers, yeah. which is, you know, the sucky part. Um, but eventually, like, I'm going to say maybe. A month, a month and a half later is when it kind of lifts up for real, for real. And you can go back to having a normal life. But for the most part, yeah, you're down for the count for a while. Um, It's just uncomfortable. The thing is, though, Brie, when I had Delta, this didn't happen to me. Mm -hmm. I got over Delta quicker than I'm getting over this Omicron thing. So, which is why I'm in the building. That's yeah, and, and this this has lasted longer hey, than than the other one. Hey guys, everyone Hi. coming in. That's correct. So yeah. Um, but that's how my week has been. So, you know, I'm trying not to let things get to me. But you know what I'm realizing, Bree? This ain't going nowhere. This I mean, it ain't, but you know, at the same time, if people were to be up on a hygiene anyways, not up in everybody's face. Mm-hmm. Not all the way up in my True. personal space. Guess what? We'd be good anyways. So it's We're just not going reinforcing to that. 
my bone to pick, remember? Not going somewhere when you know you got a fever or yeah. clearly sick and should, are contagious and should not be out because that's how I got it. From yeah. some guy at the gym who yeah. should have been at home. And immediately when I saw him, I was like, oh, no, I, I'm infected already. Right. He's like, I think it's so mistake. I know, it's all over. It's all over me. So, yeah. If he would have stayed home, I wouldn't have gotten sick. Um, yeah. yeah. Okay. I see. Oh. Oh. So. Um, well, so yeah. my week has been great. Um, I've been super busy. I've been trying to find a way to balance is, is back to that whole balance thing when it comes to the network and work and personal, um, you know, shout out, shout out to he says yes.com. Okay. I am about to be her guinea pig for blind dates in Atlanta. So I will be actually recording, um, my experiences and of course coming back to you guys and letting you guys know how it goes. So I am super stoked about that. And then just partnering with such an amazing woman, like she is super dope and shout out, shout out to you, Tayana, Tayana, Tayana is her name, but it's so beautiful, Tayana. And Karev, she's from New Jersey. So Jersey in the building. Um, so that is very exciting for me. Um, getting really excited about taking things to the next level and being okay with it, not allowing it to have so much control where, to the point where it's creating anxiety. Thankfully, I don't have anxiety. I don't get anxiety like that. Um, if I do, when I do get stressed out, a little, you know, kind of helps and uh, clears that head on up. Um, but, you know, for the most part, just really being Garden State salute. Yes, sir. You already know. Um, for the most part, you know, my week has been full of blessings, full of blessings. That's all that I can say. I've gotten back in touch with some amazing people. Um, I've been around some great energy. I am hungry as heck right now. Okay, let me tell you why I'm hungry. So I had ordered a pizza. And oh, this is your story. The pickup time was 7.40, and so my son started back martial arts this week. So now, not only is he doing martial arts, uh-oh, we got Texas in the building. What's up, Ezell? Um, So not only is he in martial arts, but throughout the other days of the week, he's just there just to you know be there for the after-school program because it's full of amazing shout-outs to the PAL program. Um, like, it's just amazing, okay? And you guys will actually be hearing more about them and seeing more about them as well in the next couple of months. Um, but yeah, so usually they get out like 8 o'clock. And I was like, oh, I'm going to order this pizza for pickup around 7.40. You know, pick them up early. And we shoot, get the pizza, come back, be ready for the show. No. So at 7.40, I was like, yo, Moses. He turns around. Let's go. He was like, we have a little bit of time left. And I'm like, are you freaking serious? Is this the same kid that's just like, oh my God, I got to go back to martial arts. Now you're like, we got a little bit more time left. So we didn't leave until like eight o'clock. Okay. Go to the wrong piece of spot. 
wrong location. Wow. Like we didn't get no orders. And I'm like, let me go back to the app and look at the app. We go to the app and I'm like, oh, it's this piece of spot by the house. Shoot over there, right? I'm like, cool, I still got time. Just gonna run out and get the pizza. 8.11, I get there. I ordered the pizza at 7.40. She's like, um, I'm sorry, but after 30 minutes, we can't sell the pizza. Wow. What? Gets better. Yes. Maurice. Hey. Hi, Maurice. Yeah. Maurice, first of all, yeah, I said pizza. I said pizza. Pizza. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, She can't sell it to me. So I said, okay. How long does it take to make another one? She thought it would be five minutes. Okay, fine. It's never five minutes, girl. At 8.23, she decides to go check the guy who's making the pizza. She's like, did you, where's her pizza? He thought that I didn't want the pizza. So he never put it in the oven. So I'm sitting there like... And I said to her, I said, you know, being 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 a, a team player here and not being angry and hungry and stuff, I said, you know, I was wondering why he was looking at me and I was looking at him and he was looking at me and I was looking at him. That's why he was wondering what the hell, what the hell was I waiting for? Long story short, I got my pizza at 827. 827, I got the pizza and I live about three minutes away. So that's why I came in here, Betty, like, oh, no. Oh, and I'm hungry. I didn't. I didn't oh, get to eat. I had to put my ice cream inside the freezer. Like, so you know, listen. We have to be. This is. I came here for you guys. What's up, Jawan? Oh, Jawan. See, Jawan. Jawan, I need you to come on the show, Jawan, for tonight's topic because okay. I think that you would be a really great guest. So I'm gonna send you the link, right? But we're still going to have this conversation because tonight we are talking about when you transition from being single to in a relationship. That is tonight's topic. So now that I have all the pizza out of my system, um, Maurice, that's when you say your name, Karen, and you want a man that you, you know what, Maurice, um, I'm done with you. Um, so yes, that's what happened I'm excited about tonight's topic because this one is always a doozy for me. Um, the questions that I have written down, I don't even know where the paper's at. But before we get into it, okay, January is new month, new subscriber season, okay? This is what we're pushing. So if you are here right now and you have not subscribed to the network, I am asking you to please hit the subscribe button. We have a goal of 300 followers by the end of February. Okay, right now we're at 240, 246. So we got a little bit left, but please hit the subscribe button and, and definitely see what we got going on. Now, now, Betty, mm. I'm trying to see how we're going to approach this tonight. When you are single, and like now, like right <laughs> now, both of us, when we are single, and you find one person, or he finds you, whatever, one person uh-huh. that you are interested in, and he says he wants to be exclusive with you. Is there a time frame from y'all meeting to the exclusiveness, exclusivity? Is there a time frame 
that should occur before someone decides that they want to be exclusive to the other party? I don't think there's a time frame. I think it depends on how your relationship evolves with that person. Um, Because there's been people that I've met that we don't have that like animal magnetism. Okay. Um, So it's like slow and steady, especially in the beginning until eventually it might evolve into something else. Okay. Um, But then there's people that you meet and right away you're like, nah, I don't want to share you. So they're the same way. And, and you come to the conclusion that you want to just be monogamous. Right. Um, she said, I'm not, gonna lie. I'm not going to lie. Females feel this way too, where you're like, man, now I got to tell the team though. <laughs> Right. I got to break into the roster. <laughs> right. Like, do you it's tell them? If it don't work out. No. And then when you do tell them, your men don't take it well. I don't know about how men telling women. I don't know how women take it. <laughs> but men do not take it well. They are like, and they might change their mind later on. But off rip, they're like, nah, I don't want to be your friend. Yeah. Um, and as a matter of fact, I was fine with our arrangement and now you're changing it up on me and um, I'm not happy about it. Or they just won't say anything at all and they're ghost you. And what they really are saying is exactly everything I just said, except yeah. man style, which is I'm mm. just not going to say shit. Right. Um, sorry, I said shit. I mean, shit happens. Hey. <laughs> so, but that's my take. And I mean, I, it's tough because you don't, if, if you're, even if it's in my book, Brie, I don't know, mm-hmm. you know, from my era, mm-hmm. um, when, when you have someone that you have set up as like your person, mm-hmm. No matter how uh, not serious it is, you're still most likely either showing affection or you're intimate or whatever. So you still got to feel something for the person. So to tell them, look, you didn't do anything wrong, but I met somebody that, you know, I, I'm, I'm going to give it a go with and it's not you. <laughs> um it's hard. So then you put in the play what you said, which is then what about if it doesn't work out with this new person? You know, shot all your homies. You know, so, and I know I have male friends that all feel that way. So I kind of wanted to voice that because I want them to know whomever watches or whomever listens to this, Mm -hmm. women feel the exact same way. It's just as hard for us as well. Do I feel like it's something that needs to be done so you're fair to that person that you're now going to evolve with? Of course. Mm. If you really care about this person that that you're moving forward with, you should give them the respect of telling the other people, look, this is what's going on. Right. Um, 
I know you- people though, which I think I think you might say this. You might not necessarily have to tell people, but I feel that you need to tell. People. Do you like, guys like- who are watching? Do you guys agree? Do you disagree? Definitely put something in the chat box because I'm curious. And if you're interested not in some thought, not some thought. I know if it's like a thought, you're like, I don't need to tell her. Uh, we don't need to tell male thoughts either. If, I don't mean a thought. If I you actually want, if you want to actually come up, and oh. if you have something, yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> open it up. If you have something to say and you want to actually come up, I'm gonna put the link inside the chat, and all you do is you click oh, on yeah. it. And I'm mean, you can't click on it, but you gotta you know copy it, paste it. You, give us a screen name, and that's it, and you can come up. Um, is um so Ty says. Oh no, he's out. Ty, I was that saying that wasn't that wasn't him. That was one of my people from Connecticut. Oh, oh, okay. Ty says you should tell them. Okay, so this is the thing. Morally, yes. You should tell them. However, how Morally. many situations have you been in and you get exclusive with someone and you're chilling, you know, kicking it up, and someone pops up on the screen of the phone or they call and your person is having that awkward conversation like, yeah, no, I'm, I'm chilling with a friend. Oh, so now I'm a friend. Oh, now I'm a friend. I personally feel like men, and y'all can come for me. It don't matter. I feel like men are, that's the last thing that's crossing their mind as far as letting letting their roster know, hey, I have someone that I'm interested in and I want to see how it goes. So I want to kind of give her the fair opportunity. I'm going to fall back from you. Y'all not doing that. Y'all are not being fair because the last thing that you want to do is shoot yourself in the foot, talk yourself, especially if she got some good wop wop. You're not trying to let that go. Like, if anything, you're trying to be over here and over there at the same time if you can. So I feel like um, men, not until they know that this is someone I'm about to marry, they hold on to the chicks. Um, Ty says, did you not know you were a friend at the time? If not, then it's then that's not fair. Yeah. Listen, imagine, imagine someone telling you, Ty, I want, I want to be exclusive with you. I just I just want it to be you and me. Or as they say, taking you off the market. I just want it's just us. But then they tell somebody that's just my friend. Nah, nah, you tripping. Why are you acting like that? That's how men, that's what that's what some men um go through. That's that's how they are because they don't want to give up something good. They're not that big on taking risks like women are. Like, I feel like some of us women will shot and listen, I if I meet somebody that I am really interested in, I don't have that I can talk to everybody under the sun. I, I can't do that. I can't divide my time up like that. I have to be focusing on one person because I have so much going on. But I let you know, hey, you know, um, I'm getting to know somebody. I'm sorry, or I let you, I let you cross yourself out just by not talking to me. That's another thing. You can, 
have you done that, Betty? Have you let somebody let themselves go just by a lack of communication? Well, that's what I was saying, that some people, what they choose to do, and, and it again, it depends on how serious the situation is. If it's someone, and I, you know, I'm not going to front, um, I'm a good girl, but I'm not an angel. I've had one night stands and things of that sort. There's, I know, Brie, I know, I said it. I said it, Brie. I said it. <laughs> I know you're surprised, but I said it. <laughs> I need a drink. So I, I've been in situations where it, it's not that serious. Mm-hmm. It's really just, it is what it is. And I feel like those people there, they don't, just like they, I wouldn't feel like they would need to tell me this. Um, I'm not expecting I need to tell you either. And I just won't call anymore. And you're supposed to get, you know, like th- that's not the situation where even if they would see you out with someone, mm-hmm. they would actually even be like, oh, why are you out with this person? Because mm-hmm. that happened to me. And I would never say something to that person like, oh, why are you with this girl? Because we're not on that level. Right. It's yeah. only when I feel like you have been in a situation with somebody, situation. Situation. <laughs> in a, a sitch with somebody and yes. and you're on a particular level where you're both really feeling each other that I feel that you owe that person, even though you're in agreement that it's not going to be something serious but you're still, you're only physical with just this other person, for example. Right, yeah, yeah. Um, that person, you have to tell. That because it, it's not just the morals, is I have integrity, and I also wouldn't want to have feelings for somebody in a particular way, thinking that they have these feelings for me, and then at the end of the day, they just ghost me and are like, I don't, I don't need to tell you nothing. Right. So yeah, when you ghost someone, I mean, now I'm guilty. I used to be like the ghost savage back in my days. And I felt like, you know, it is what it is. I don't owe you no explanation. I don't need to tell you nothing. We're not married. We're not boyfriend, girlfriend. So, I mean, you say something that I don't like, I'm going to ghost you. And that's just what it is. And um, that's not, I didn't care. (laughs) Um, So... (laughs) But now, you know, I really, I don't really ghost. I don't ghost. I don't block unless you do something crazy. Then I'm going to block you. But yeah, that, that wouldn't be fair. Um, I now will have that conversation. Like if I feel like you're not communicating enough for me or you're not holding up your end of the deal where, you know, you're not showcasing the exclusive behavior. If I feel like you have questionable behavior that's making me uncomfortable and I sit here and I want to address it and you're failing to address it, that means that you're failing to bring me some type of comfort or reassurance. And that's the problem. That's the problem for me. But if you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing, I'm going to at least bring it to the table, whether I'm getting to know you, whether I'm dating you, whether we're in a relationship. I'm going to bring it to the table because I want, if you want to genuinely get to know me, I want you to be able to put forth that effort and at least 
be aware that, hey, you may not be doing this or, hey, you may not be doing that. And vice versa. If I'm not doing something, if I'm not holding up my end of the deal, let me know. Don't just stop talking to me. Just don't be like, oh, I just didn't think you were interested. I may have some stuff going on. Talk to me. Like, it's yeah. easier to talk than it is to really walk away if you really care about the situation. Um, what we're going to do is we're going to take a quick break. And because I got Karev in here, we're going to go ahead and definitely play his commercial all about heritage hip hop. So, you guys, this is simply Brie and that B. And, um, okay, sorry. We don't have your commercial loaded. I'm so sorry. But we'll play it at the end. We'll be right back, guys. Support of people of color begins with support by people of color. Introducing Melanin People. Melanin People is a new innovative new social media platform people of color from all around the world. It's a place for us to interact, showcase our talents, express our passions, share our cultures, and do business, both locally and internationally. Download the Melanin People mobile app now. Connecting people of color. Guys, I am super excited because Never Quit, Stay Fit is motivational, inspirational, and all about encouragement. So guys, let's try it on. Listen, this shirt got me feel like I can get these guns right, okay? After being homeless this year due to a domestic violence situation, I feel like Never Quit is my middle name. But before... I can even get into the encouragement part of me getting where I needed to be. I had to start off with healthy eating. So this site is all about staying motivated, be encouraged, and being inspired just to be a better you. So guys, never quit, stay fit is definitely something I am all about. Check them out. All right, we are back. And tonight we are talking about going from being single to a relationship and I just discovered that we got background music, so we about to play some background music for you guys. Um, but um, yeah, so I feel like it's just, it's all about communication. So do you actually, oh, y'all hear it? Ah! Mm, mm. Um, you hear it a little bit? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Um. Do you think that, uh uh-uh, and I don't like this music. We're not playing no music. Um, <laughs> if one person is filling the situation, uh, situationship more than the other person, the one who's not filling it, should they still eliminate their contenders or their prospects if they're just not filling it? Uh, what do you mean by they're not feeling like you? I'm sure you've ever, I'm sure you've had somebody that liked you more than you like them. Mm-hmm. Okay. So already going in, it's like, mm, this may not be the one, but, but I'm not going to have a, like I'm with that person. Me, I wouldn't have a physical relationship with them. Right. We're so not talking about physical. physical 
No, but I'm saying if, if I'm not going to have a physical relationship with you and I'm really not feeling you, I don't feel like I owe you any type of explanation. Mm. Um, I'm not going to be with you the way I am with somebody that I actually am being physical with and right. that I actually am feeling because right. we're not, we're not vibing like that. So why would I need to give you, I'm nice, but I ain't. Nice. There's people out there <laughs> like that. Yeah, there's a lot of people out there that go through something like that simply because that person is nice. So because they're yeah. nice, does that mean that you put how you feel to the side and just give it a try? Or is that something where you're like, no, this is not what I like. Sorry, not sorry. And keep it moving. I've tried the being nice route like way back when I was maybe my later years in high school. Yeah. Um, Because I I had a a problem like being not mean, but being truthful with people of the opposite sex Mm -hmm. because I didn't, I would just see them so crushed. Mm -hmm. But it bit me like a snapping turtle a couple times when you're just like, oh, and then you're like, come back because. You're nice. You're you're being kind to this person. You're trying to break it easily, and then next thing you know, they kind of turn on you, and they feel some kind of way. Right. And all of a sudden, they're not so nice. Right. So that happened to me a couple times, and you know, having somebody react in a negative way when I'm trying to go out of my way to be nice, even though everything inside of me is like, just don't even bother with the person. Yeah. I've learned to just be myself. And if I'm really not into it, not to like lead them on by just being overly nice because I don't want to break it to them that it's just not going to happen. Right. I think it's better to, you know, bite the bullet, tell them if that's what you're feeling, you know, hey, it's not going to happen, but we could be friends. If you don't want to be friends, that's cool too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've tried that and it never worked out for me. They end up being mean or like weird or, or something. Like they don't take it well, those people that you think are nice and you're only doing this for them and, and not to hurt their feelings, at least in my case. Right. So I've been like, oh, no, that's not happening yet again. Oh, man. Wait, we got comments. Facebook is tripping. So we have comments in, um, in Facebook. So Adam said... Um, that's true. I'm not too sure what he said that's true, but it was 10 minutes ago. But he also said, like, when I moved to Kennesaw for work and how I reconnected with my high school lady over the pandemic one and a half years later, and I'm ready to commit and make a move to be with them. So, wow. Okay, so maybe he's talking about there's no time frame as far as how long it takes to transition from um, dating, getting to know, to actually going into a full-fledged relationship. Thank you, Adam. So let me ask you this, right? What do you think? And fellas that's watching, let us know in the chat box, what do you think, Betty, is the number one fear that men have when it comes from getting to know you to actually being in a committed relationship with you? Boyfriend and girlfriend. We got a title. Their number one fear, I believe, mm-hmm. is from from my experience of dealing and, and with guys and then having male friends mm-hmm. is the fact that they don't want to risk something. You know, what what is that saying? Uh, 
a hand in the a bird in the hand is more than two in the bush or something like that. Whoa. Where it's like trying to say, you know, they don't want to risk they don't want to risk it all for this one person when then something might end up now working out and then you lost all your other options. Right. Um, and everybody loves attention. Yeah. So I think also getting that attention, depending on who the guy is, mm-hmm. most guys, just like women, get a lot of attention from other people that are interested and then losing that attention Mm-hmm. I think is another fear that they have because, you know, guys love attention. They they want to get hollered at, even if their intentions are not to actually do something with that person. Right. They want to be told they look good and they want to be, you know, talked to a particular way and, and feel like they have options, even though they might not be willing to actually follow through with anything. Mm. But yeah, um, I really think that that becomes addictive for them. Mm-hmm. And the more options they have, the more they see it like, wow. Um, so I'm going to have to give all this up, all this attention. Some women give guys gifts. Go figure. I don't, I don't give my, even my Listen, girlfriend. Some women <laughs> sponsor men. Some women oh, sponsor no. men. Yes. Listen. No. They pay bills. I, I asked mm-hmm. um, my, one of my friends, Marcus. Um, I asked him a particular question and he said that there are a lot of women that will pay for a guy's presence just to be around, just to be in a relationship, give him allowance. Um, getting rejected, if you put your all into that woman and not getting back. Yes, that is true. Um, I, and that works both ways. Like just, when you sew into somebody and that's all you're doing, they're not feeding anything back. Like reciprocating, reciprocation is very, very important, I feel, in any relationship. Because if you're always the giver, well, I won't even say it's very important because I guess it just depends on that person's relationship and their love language. Some people are okay with just being a giver and not really accepting or not looking to get anything back, even if it comes to, um, you know, emotion. Well, I won't say emotional support. I'd hope you want emotional support in a relationship. Um, if not, I don't know what's going on. But, you know, to each his own. Um, but, yeah, you know, being able to put something, it's like an investment. When you get into a relationship, you're putting your time your energy, your effort, you know, you can be out with your family or your friends, right, Betty? And and you're going on yeah. a date with someone that you like. So I would assume you would want someone who's going to put forth that same energy and match you um, so that you too feel wanted. Have you ever been in a relationship where you're only the one that's giving and that's everything, that's time, that's... My husband, my ex-husband? <laughs> yeah. So, okay. From ideal experience, from actual experience itself, you know, like Knight says, getting rejected when you put your all into someone and they're not giving it back. How does that make you feel? It makes you feel as if you're 100% neglected mm-hmm. and eventually you give up and yeah. you end up wanting to move on and find that, that you're lacking. Mm-hmm. That's how it makes you feel. 
And that opens um, the doors up for other people to step in. And, and you feel exhausted. You feel like, man, it's like you're the only one trying and you're just the only one that's always, you know, there for them and, and the one that's always, you know, being considerate to them and right. everything. You, you kind of get tired of it always being all about them. Right. Um, at least in my situation, that's how I felt. And I was like, you know, you start realizing you got to love yourself more and, and, and you have to say, am I going to be happier by myself than mm. in the wrong company? Of course. Right. Yeah. yeah. You got to make the decision eventually, you know, pick yourself. Do you think it's a hard, a hard decision? Um, it's a super hard decision. Super yeah. hard. Because here you are putting all, at least for me, I'm the type of person that I don't give up. Yeah. I don't give up in boxing. I don't give up in kickboxing. I don't give up. I'm, I'm just programmed that way. Right. For work, I don't give up. When, when you're like, Betty, why are you always working all this overtime? Because I can't get to work and feel like I have failed in something. Because right. it's just like a chip in me that's like, oh, no, it like gets my fire started. Right. Even like with the issues we had with connecting last week, I yeah. made sure today that didn't happen. But that's yeah. just programmed in me. Right. So being in a relationship where then you're trying so hard and you're trying everything and and it's just no matter what you do, you never get the results that you want. It's exhausting. Right. Um, and, and yeah, it's something where you eventually are like, oh, I'm going to move on and then I'm going to find that that I'm looking for. But mm -hmm. if it means that I got to actually give up on this one thing, then, hey, it's just going to have to be that way. Right. And it's super hard. I don't know how many times, Bree, I talked myself out of leaving my ex-husband. Mm. Like, yeah. And it was just because I kept telling myself, you just don't give up. You don't give up on that. If it's If it's real love or... If it's, you know, a marriage, this is something you don't give up on. But right. when I feel when the person is acting that way, they kind of have already given up long ago. Right. It was just a matter of them not actually having the gonads to actually. I don't know why they want to say cojones, I mean, but okay. I mean, it's uh, I'm trying not to say anything in Spanish because then that kicks your Espanol. Yeah, in. it comes uh, out. I'd be like, ah! <laughs> oh my God, it's like, see, <laughs> <laughs> this is exactly why I don't want to do it. But yeah, that's how, for me, that's how it's always felt. And I always didn't want to be, especially in a marriage that was going to end up like that. And then, you know, mm -hmm. as life has it, that's the experience I have to, I had to end up having, um, right. you know, what doesn't break you makes you stronger. So right. it's okay to give up on something that's destructive or toxic. I think they like my, Lord, get me going now. I'm about to, I'm about to karaoke for y'all. What is this? What is Let's this thing? I'm like, you can't see my legs, but I'm like doing my legs. So oh. That's my um bachata. Spanish? Oh my god. Bachata. Yes. Dios mío. Huh. <sighs> oh, look, I mean, I lindo. <laughs> like, wait, that's not the right word. Wait, never mind. Um I'm pretty but like a male version. <laughs> yes. Um, 
so you know reciprocation is as important as you know just making your partner feel wanted like i feel like that should just come effortlessly effortless effortlessly i said it yeah <laughs> uh it should just come naturally if you care about the person like if you genuinely care about the person and i think it goes to what are your intentions like what are your intentions when you're transitioning from being single to getting into a relationship or even being single to dating exclusively like are you taking me off the the, the chopping block or off the auction board with all the other singles and you just don't want anybody else to have the chance to get with me or are you really interested? Because that happens a lot where they will make you feel like they want you and only you and it's just exclusive. But it's actually a one-way street. It's not both ways. They're, you are exclusive to them, but they're not exclusive to you. And, you know, that's a sucky thing. That's the worst feeling to ever go through. That's so one-sided. Um, so when you're in a situation like that, it's like, how do you go forward even trying to date anybody else and not think in the back of your head that that's what's going on in that situation as well? How do you not carry stuff from previous encounters with people? How do you not carry it into the next situation? I think it depends on your personality because mm -hmm. I personally know people that are so jaded that they really always carry that in their mind. And, right. and they're really, they're kind of like, they're not like, you know, you're innocent until proven guilty. They're, you're guilty and you need to prove your innocence. That's true. Honestly. Um, and I find, I find that I see that more in males than in females. Yes, 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 um, yes. Yeah. I don't know. I don't believe so. But guys, they act as if when they get their feelings hurt or their hearts broken, it affects them more than it does women. And yes. that is so inaccurate. So inaccurate. The difference is we know how to get back up, wipe ourselves back off, and be like, next! <laughs> now open the business. Because of everything that we have to experience as women throughout yes. our lives. And this is, this is what it teaches us to do, to be resilient, to, to be able to bounce back. Right. Um, I know that there's exceptions to the rule because there are women that they go through breaks up and it destroys them where you're just like, okay, girl. <laughs> right. Um, right. And it's like, it's not that bad. And I'm not saying that you can't be distraught. I have had breakups that had hit me so hard. And oddly enough, I've had some before I was married. Since the whole situation with my, with my ex-husband happened, for such a long period of time. Mm -hmm. I think by the time that I ended everything, 
I was kind of like already over a lot of stuff. Right. So, yep. so it wasn't as difficult as other relationships that I have had where I've been so into the person. We end up not working out. We split up. And I will mourn that relationship as if, I don't know, as, as if it, it really hurt me so bad physically inside that like I, I felt like I I couldn't really get up from my bed. I didn't really want to go work out. I really didn't want to do a lot of stuff. Yeah. Um, but that even that has only lasted. I mean, I don't think it's, it's ever lasted more than a few weeks. And by a few, I mean definitely not more than four. By th week yeah. three, I'm already, yeah, week three, I'm already like, you know, um, it sucks. I can't be with that person anymore, but it's yeah. time for me, you know, to dust myself off and snap out of it and do my hair again and put on makeup and start going out. And because when you sit down and you think about it, what is he doing? Is he locking himself in the room? Is he, <laughs> is he so depressed that he's not doing anything? He's not hanging out with his guy friends. He's just watching old 80s movies that are like romantic movies. You know, oh crying guys, what do you do when you break yeah. up with a chick? Please let us know. What do you do? Because in a lot of women's heads, to get over a chick, we be like, y'all be like... Like, just just humping away, being like a whore. So what do you do? What do men go through during a breakup? I would love to know. Put it in the chat box. I already put the link if you want to come up for a minute or two. And, you know, you don't have to turn your camera on. If your camera's shy, um, you can just have your audio come up. And let us know, speak from a male's perspective so that we can understand. And that way we will know how to deal with you and how to support you and, you know, help you through it. So, okay, Betty, sorry, I had to put that out there because I'm curious. Like, what do they do? I got no idea either. I'm going to be honest. Um, my male friends, when they go through it, they actually, I believe because I am a female, they do distance themselves. Mm -hmm. That I know. Yeah. Um, but I I believe it's because they feel embarrassed. They don't really want to tell you what's going on. I've had a really close friend who is not in here today, but he normally is in here, so I'm not going to say his name. Mm -hmm. But it took him forever to tell me the things he had gone through. And I believe I had to ask. Mm -hmm. And I'm the one him to tell him about things going on with me but otherwise I don't think he would have reached out to tell me so my question is always especially with my male friends when I find out why didn't you reach out to me why didn't you call me if I'm always calling you and telling you hey look what happened to me or look at this situation Right. Or I'm feeling horrible, I'm hurt, or whatever. How could you not do or feel like you could do the same? Like, of course, I'm going to be there for you, and of course, there's going to be no judgment. Of course, I'm going to look out for you. Mm -hmm. I could be because I'm also that female friend that could whoop some serious ass 
And they might be like, Betty might beat up this chick, but you know, of course that's not gonna happen. Right. Because I'm an adult and whatever is your situation, that's between you and that person. Right. So yeah. but what they do, I have no idea. Game, game for like hours, but isn't that what guys do usually? They do that anyways. I mean, let me listen. You know, men game for hours anyways. It doesn't even matter. Um, if it's a bit uh oh, get out of here, Nate. Nate says it's a man code secret. Right. What? Stop it. We're here. We're here breaking woman code then and telling oh, you guys no. about women stuff. And now you're going to bust out with the man no, code? No. Yeah. There's no bro code. No, there isn't. Not in here. No. Not in here. You didn't see the memo oh, on the door. No, no that's a Um... Uh, 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 wait, hold on. What's the word? Oite. Oh, okay, so Juwan. Oh, no, no, no. Not holiday. Oiste. Yeah, see, now, <laughs> see, now you're trying to pronounce it the right, right way. Um, it's that sometimes your words sound like other oops. words. So I got to sit Sorry. there. Ooh, I got to sit there and I got to figure it out. Hi, Juwan. Hey, hey, hey. Hi. What's Hi. up, Bree? Hey, Betty. How y'all doing? Good. I'm good. It's nice to meet you. I don't think I've ever actually met you. Right? Not, not face to face. Yeah. No. Thank you. Um, uh, let me take the banner down so it's like not hiding your face. Okay. Thank oh, yeah. you so much, Juwan, coming in here looking like a bachelor. Okay. <laughs> coming here looking like a bachelor. All right. So <laughs> we got questions, and I'm glad that you came in. First of all. Plug yourself, first of all, so they know who we're dealing with tonight, Juwan. Please tell them what you do, sir. Okay, hello, everybody. I am an artist, singer, songwriter, producer, dancer, guitarist, the whole nine. Like, we're doing it all. Um, this year is actually my breakout year. We got music videos coming, new music, new releases, everything. Tour coming in the fall. So, okay. you know, y'all stay posted okay. on Juwan. <laughs> yes. We making moves. We making moves. coming to Miami. Oh. <laughs> Look, Miami. I don't see why you wouldn't go to Miami. Well, nah, I'll be there in March. See? Okay. <laughs> oh, look at that. So, Juwan, the question that we just posed was, what do men go through during a breakup? Like, what do y'all go through? Um, it's all, man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's an artist, though, so artists okay. are going to have a different response, I think. The yeah. artist, I would think, would make music. Yeah. Right. Okay, so me as a man, like when I go through heartbreak, you know, it's definitely an emotional time period. Yeah. But I don't ever try to get lost in it because that's just who I am. Like I don't ever try to get too too deep into like, you know, negative energy or negative feelings per se. Yeah. So if I'm if I'm ever feeling too down in the dumps, you know, I break out the guitar, break out the pen and pad. And really? I I cope easily because I you know, I get it out through songs and that's like the rawest form of my emotions because it's coming straight from the heart. So I, I get a chance to vent and get it out. Yeah. Mm. yeah. And then it sounds so beautiful when you do it. Mm. We'd be like, can somebody break his heart again? Cause that album, that last oh, album. No, no, no. Yeah. We want have not again, songs. not again. <laughs> we can't keep doing have that. Juwan, have you ever gotten writer's block because of a breakup? Yeah. Um, now, I wouldn't say that it was a block. It was just, well, I, I guess you would say it was a block because I was too embarrassed to put 
into the song what actually happened. Mm. I mean, it kind of was a block, but I, I grew up a little bit and I was able to face it and put it in the song. Yeah. Wow. So have you ever Absolutely. went through any backlash from an ex because of you putting your situation mm. in the actual yeah. music? Yeah, that, that, that's happened a few times. Saying, no, you breaking bro code. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it's for, for the sake of the people. Yes, for the women, it's for the sake of the women. So we understand what y'all go through, you know. Bro code don't it doesn't apply here on this platform. And once you hit a certain age, like bro code is, I feel like that it fades. Like, because at, at the end of the day, who is it going to be with you riding next to you? You know what I'm saying. Okay. I always say, do you want a, a chick or do you want your bros? I'm trying you to tell you, like, I'm, not, I'm not trying to wake up next to my bro talking about what's up, bro. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we not doing that. No. We not doing that. No. Nate said he just kidding. He just kidding. <laughs> yeah. um, but no. So, okay. So let me ask you this. So how do you know when you want to transition from the getting to know phase to actually becoming exclusive? And... Are you into monogamy or are you into the whole polyamorous lifestyle? Um, well, I was raised by two parents who were, you know, they believed in monogamy and they're actually still together. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to them. So that whole concept of, you know, loving your wife till the end, like is a partnership, you and them together. Like that's instilled within me. So When it comes to monogamy, like I'm a big fan of that. I'm not a fan of that polyamorous lifestyle. Not me. No, I can't do it. Like I don't. I don't feel like my my ego can't take that. No, like what? Not at all. (laughs) Right. As far as becoming exclusive, like I feel like, like not to sound cliche, but you'll know when you know. But like me personally, it's more like more like that butterfly feeling and every morning when I wake up all I want to do is hear about how they were doing even if it's like a good morning how'd you sleep like if it's that persistent and it's just on my mind like that then you know I feel like it's it's probably it's probably time (laughs) yes that's so beautiful it definitely is about how it is that you're feeling with the person now I'm sure especially being in the business you're in and even though, you know, what you're telling us that your parents have been together forever. And actually, my parents were together before my dad passed for 50 years. Yeah. So I totally understand what you're saying because I didn't see anything else in my house. Right. I saw a man that was devoted to a wife and a wife that was devoted to a man. That so was it. For me, yeah. For me, something different is not the norm. Right. Um, so I totally get what you're saying. But that doesn't mean that I haven't had situations in my life, which yeah, for sure because life is full of experiences. I was gonna say, you being in the profession you're in, do you find when you have had those situations that you feel like you can be honest to this one, that one, and that one, and be like, "Look, um, look, this is oh, what's going on." Eyebrows raised up. This is what's going on. You're on a need to know basis. And right now you don't need to know. <laughs> or 
No, no, no. I don't think I've ever just like straight up like 100% was like, you know, you're on a need to know basis to anyone just because I feel like that that's kind of rude. I don't want to do anybody like that, especially if I'm looking at trying to take any steps forward with this person, maybe potentially in the future. Yeah. Then I don't want to come off a, come off as that guy. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, this is don't where you are. Ask. This is where I'm leaving you. Because like, if it's more, if it's a potential to be something more, then I definitely want that to be known. Right. I I agree with you. Betty is just a savage. Don't mind her. She has her moments. She's a savage <laughs> sometimes. Not a savage. I just believe you said need no basis right now. You right. Know. That's a sometimes. You got any questions sometimes. about it? Let me know. <laughs> but don't let I'm me know. Saying, I don't care. Sometimes, hey guys, guys appreciate that. You'd be surprised. Mm. Again, in the past, I don't. I'm not that Betty anymore. But I've been that Betty, mm. and <laughs> I didn't become that Betty because. Yeah. Uh, that B, I didn't become her because, you know, it just came from within me. It was something where I had to bump my head so many times mm -hmm. that eventually, especially living in Miami, it's a huge city. Things in Miami don't work the way they work in Middletown, Connecticut, where I grew up. Right. So you kind of got to get used to the way the grind is in relationships and the nightlife and things like that. So you become a particular way and you just can't be putting yourself out there all the time. Yeah. But there's been, you know, not now, now I'm, Betty is 47. So I have a different mentality now than I did when I was like 25. Mm -hmm. 25, yeah, maybe I might've been a savage. <laughs> But I always thought I never want to lie to somebody and I never want to lead them on. And I never want them to feel like, you know, you were making me feel like I was your only one. And at the end of the day, I'm your only one today, but who's your only one tomorrow? Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I I'm only asking because of that. And I've known people that are artists and they, they tend to have that mentality more than the one you're saying. So kudos to you, Juan, because Yeah, you, you're changing the game up, sir. We need that in there. Yes, that's what I, was, I was just you about know? to say. That's what we need to do. We need that. Yes, yes. There needs to be more men that have now grown up and have this mentality or this mentality. How, where am I pointing? This mentality. Um, and it definitely did take growth, though. I mean, because I wasn't always here, and I will say that. Like, yeah, I grew from a yeah. point from where it seemed normal to, like, not be tied down and to just, you know, be out here with the women or in the streets or however they say. Like, Yeah, I, you, you for the streets. Like, I feel <laughs> like that was, like, young, dumb stuff. But I had to grow up through that yeah. and to make yeah. it past it. yeah. I think when you, the, the thing is, when you hit a certain age, life just starts to look a little different. Like, yeah, it makes you, sense. What? It kicked in and you're like, <laughs> okay, what do I have to show for it? Like, yes. yeah, I have an amazing history of music, but family-wise, and I had someone, and I think it was, was it you, Betty? Someone said, or it was someone that was telling me, when you are laid up in the hospital on your dying bed, 
what do you what are you going to be able to say you can look back on and be proud that you have other than your business right do you have a loved one do you have children do you have people that you impacted um you know on a even a deeper and a more personal level Mm -hmm. uh and i think that right there having that conversation with the person i forget who it was but having that conversation it made me realize like okay okay i do want to be in a relationship i do i do i don't want to just focus strictly on the network like i want to build something with someone because i know that i'm getting older i'll be 39 in april and i only have one child and i want two more i want to get married again so it's like having to get out of that mind frame of and we got scooby on with us having to get on get out of that mind frame of um being so used to not dealing with people on a deeper level outside of the surface. Like, yeah, I'll go out on a date with you. I'll be text buddies with you. No, I want something that's meaningful. I want something with substance. Like Nate says, I think everyone goes through that at some point of our lives. But you have to get to that point. And then when you get to that point, you have to be able to look backwards and see where you came from and what all you've gone through. Yeah, because that'll teach you. I feel like that'll teach you how to treat your partner in the future. Because, yeah. like, everything that happened to you and everything that you've once done to someone has been a lesson about what either to not do or to do better for the next, I feel like. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree. Betty, I agree too. you had your hand no, up I, earlier, Betty. I, I'm sorry? You had your hand well, up earlier. I said something. Well, I don't even remember what I was saying. I'm just, I'm honestly, I'm impressed you are. What? Wow, men like this exist. Okay, me and Bree are always saying, where are these men? We know they must exist. We know that not all men could have garbage (laughs) going (laughs) on. A a, a state of confusion. Yeah, and and Bree and I have discussed for hours, not at a time, but for hours where we're just like, you know, we know that we've reached a particular age or a particular point in our lives where we're feeling the exact same thing that you're saying, but we're not finding men that are feeling the same way. And, and we just, we just keep thinking it's not about age right? because we're in completely different age brackets. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not about the location we're in. So, because we both live in two different cities, even though we both live in two big cities, mm-hmm. there's still two different cities. Um, and we're just not finding that quality type of guy. So it's good to see that not only are you successful, but, and good looking, but also that you have it with it, like up here, like you actually exist. Yeah. So, you know, and and you're actually going on a platform and voicing it. And that's not popular with the other gentlemen. Right. So bringing awareness. Yeah. So I don't even I don't even remember what I was going to say. I just put my hand back down. Okay. (laughs) We got Scooby on the line with us. What's up, Scooby? Represent New York. Good evening. How's everything? Everything is awesome. So what do you think about tonight's discussion as far as like 
what do you have any different perspectives or anything to add to what men go through when you break up uh how do you go through your healing process what do you experience as a man uh i think everyone's different mm-hmm. um i think we cry we feel emotions you know just the same way um have different outlets some play ball some i think i said something about video games yeah. um some of us write you know um shout out to the builder you know who's the artist um mm-hmm. Go for walks, you know, try, you know, even sometimes talk it out. Um, that's not an easy thing, but, you know, sometimes it's needed. You need a different perspective. Um, listening to shows like yours, you know, also helps. You. You need, yes. uh, different perspective. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Now, at what point, right? you said right? COVID we're helps? Hoping that this, yeah, we're hoping that this helps. That's the whole point of us actually <laughs> doing the show. I yeah. heard you, Bree. I heard you. <laughs> I was like, COVID? What? Helps? I said, no, COVID. not COVID. What is- we hope it helps. Oh, Girl, you are I was like, COVID. Okay, social distancing. I can see that. I can see that. <laughs> hey, we sometimes we need a moment to ourselves. And I mean, what better moment than this? COVID, yeah. It, it also brings out emotions. It shows. It shows you how much the other person really cares about you. Like, let somebody who you just broke up with tell you they got COVID. And I guarantee you, you're going to be trying to do everything you can to nurse them back to health. Hmm. Maybe. Wait a minute. What happened? You told us, hmm, maybe. I mean, I I can't. It depends on which ex we talk about. So I don't have an answer for that. Okay, well, Jawan talking about depends on which ex. Yeah, that's true. All right, that's for me. <laughs> that's true. I'm done. I can't even hold it. I'm so serious. Okay, okay. So, I think that would be true for everyone because if you had somebody that was abusive or if you had somebody that was toxic, like hell that. if they get COVID because that's not your problem. All right, um, man, I, don't, I don't wish no badness yeah. on you, but I yeah. don't care about what's going on either. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> But if it's somebody that you actually, there are exes that I have, not recent exes, but that years have gone by and you end up running into them again and you actually feel like you could be friendly with them. If I were to find out that they got sick with COVID or with whatever, I would be upset. I would feel, and and Brie knows, which few people that know me personally know, but I have an ex that was my ex-boyfriend before my ex-husband mm-hmm. and he committed suicide while I was still in my marriage. And that was really hard to take. Mm. And we were the type of exes that we were on a friend tip. So we wouldn't talk to each other all the time or whatever, but when we would run into each other because we would run in the same circles, um, we would say what's up and everything was cool with us. So then to find out, through a third party that he took his life, that affected me very badly. It actually made me mourn and everything. So it really depends on the ex. Mm -hmm. There are exes, again, that were abusive or they were toxic. And with them, whatever is going on with your life, whatever I find out in the future, well, then, you know, so be it. But it's not something where I'm going to mourn them or, or feel that particular way for them. Right. Um, so I really think it depends on the type of relationship you had with the person. Mm-hmm. Right. I do agree with you, Juan, on yeah. 
again, I agree with you. <laughs> so, what type of ex are you? If you were to break up, and let's say it was your fault, what kind of ex are you? Are you the apologetic ex? Are you the let's try to make this work anyways ex? We'll go around in a circle. We'll start. We'll start. We'll, we'll give you some time, Betty, because you look like you're ready to say something. Uh, Scooby, what kind yeah. of ex are you? Um, I would definitely say apologetic. If you know, um, I can fix them. If I can admit my mistake, see my mistake, and fix it, I will do so. I will. I'm quick to tell myself. I'm quick to apologize. You know. Um. Yeah, uh-huh. I will. But if it's not on me, and we had a, a discussion, and you just don't see the error of your ways, I can't, like you can't make a, a horse. You can make a horse work, but you can't make them drink. If you don't want to admit that you are at fault. All right, cool. Um, no. Catch you later. Uh, it depends. Yeah. You said depends. It depends. On what? The situation. It could be something minor. It could. I don't know what the situation was. Gotcha. Okay. All right. And Jawan. Me. Oh, um, yeah. I've always been a fighter. So like, every Fight time. For this like every time a relationship that has ended and it like wasn't a decision of mine, I kind of feel like I've always been in a position where it was like, please take me back, or I was, you know what I'm saying? Like I was trying to do something to get back with them, like right. trying to trying to yeah. fix it, trying to mend it, because I didn't want to let it go. I feel like I have attachment issues. Mm. Uh, okay. Hey, I mean that's real for the for you admitting it, like, and even knowing yeah. or even assuming or thinking that. So I think okay. it's the knowing it. For real, the knowing it. I, I I don't know if I've known any other man that has admitted that he has uh, attachment issues. Yeah. Or, or yeah, that that's wow. Yeah. Um, Ain't no need in running from it. <laughs> listen, you listen. This is how the interview went when I interviewed him. He just had all the. I was just like, okay, what's wrong with you? Like something wrong. With you. <laughs> okay. Um. All right, all right. Oh, RG, we got RG in the building. Okay. Um, Betty, what kind of ex are you? Oh, we know how. Javon, didn't she tell us? (laughs) (laughs) Right now, you don't need to know. (laughs) That's not her anymore. That's not her anymore, Bree. Exactly. It does depend on the situation. Watch. Um, I have grown to be the type of ex where I get accused a lot of, oh, you think you're Miss Perfect because I don't mess up. But I I really, really try my best to please my partner. If it is something where I have, you know, I'm not perfect. I have fudged up before in my life and I've messed up a situation. Am I like Juwan that then I'm like apologetic and I'm, I'm going to want to make amends? Of course, mm. especially if I felt something for the person, but because I don't want them, I, I don't want to burn any bridges and I don't want to have on my conscience, like we were saying earlier, guys, later in life, think back and think, man, I really did that person dirty. Mm-hmm. And I never apologized or uh, most of the time, if it's something that I did, it was something unintentional on my mm-hmm. part because I don't cheat. So it's not going to be cheating. 
Mm. So it's something where I might come to you and be like, look, we need to end things because things aren't working out. And before I cheat, I'd rather we end the relationship because I don't want to disrespect the person like that. That's wrong. Um, okay. They take that well. No, they don't. They might get mad at me and not want to talk to me. And then I'm I'm like Juwan. I'm I'm gonna if I feel like I need to fight for that person to hear me out and to understand that it was unintentional, okay. I'm gonna do it. And I might not be so aggressive, but I'll at least keep in touch with them and I'll be calling them and I'll be uh I'll try to be as persuasive as possible, but Make just to get them to at least tell me, you know, to get them to at least tell me, okay, Betty, I understand, you know, that you didn't do it intentionally and we could both go our separate ways or whatever. But would I just like be like, ah, I don't care about this person? You would have to do something to me for me to act that way towards you. Right. And in general, yes. period, in my life, whether you're an ex, a friend, or whatever. Um, for me to be that cold person with you, um, you really gotta hurt me. And once you have, I'm the type of person that I don't, I don't give second chances and I rather we cut it off and we sever ties and we don't speak again. Mm. Um, but has there been the situation where I might've been, you know, and then I've had to apologize. Of course I've had to eat cool. Mm. It sucks, but yeah, of course I've had to do it. Hasn't everybody? <laughs> Not me. Um, he said, "Tell it to the Lord." Never had to eat crow. Really? Not really. Because listen, I RG, wait a second. RG is RG in here? RG, listen. RG, I sent him the link. All I see was make peace with the Lord. RG, you can definitely come up in here. Um, so for me, um, like I haven't been in a lot of relationships. Um, it, it just hasn't escalated. It hasn't gotten that serious. And um, but when it has, I guess you can say, gotten that serious. Um. I'm like all in. Like you are getting time, you're getting um compassion, you're getting support, like I'm your biggest fan and I'm enjoying the things that you enjoy, not losing myself in you but at the same time just enjoying the stuff that you enjoy. And so for me, it's a lot of energy that I'm putting into you. And so if we ever get to the point where we have to sever that. We have to cut it out. It's hurtful. It's very hurtful. I am soft and pink, as aggressive as I may be at times. Um, I am soft and pink. I am... Shut up, Joan. I am... I am very sensitive. I am a bucket of tears. I do cry a lot. And it's just, I'm very emotional. I'm very, I let that guard down for someone that I'm dealing with because I want you to get all of me, all of my emotions. And um, so it's, I don't know what y'all laughing at, Nate. I don't know what y'all laughing at, but. Um, because you said soft and pink and they're all men. <laughs> <laughs> there's like, there's like one other girl up in the chat. 
So all the guys are like, ah, shopping big. Oh, come on, Bree. Uh, Bree what are they laughing at? What do you think? Juwan can't even keep the smile off his face. I tried. I did. I tried. I really did. It was just poor word choice. I'm sorry. <laughs> I literally, that's, she my, knows what she's that's doing. what I say. She knows what she's doing. <laughs> this is simply Brie, people. She knows what she's doing. Oh. <laughs> Stop. So, Brie. yes. Do you still write? Yes, I do still write. Oh, okay. Just stop. Just stop. Something pink. Okay. So, um, but no, I go all out. So if it ever gets to a point um, where I can't, we can't continue doing what we're doing, it's gonna suck. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hate it. But I am definitely going to wean myself off of you. So for me. That includes a lot of trap music because a lot of trap music gets me out of my feelings. Um, It really, you know, it makes me become a little bit more hardened. And once I've gotten to the point where I can just look at you call, matter of fact, if I block you, if I just block you, then that's just, oh, shit. Hold on. What up, y'all? Hey, RJ. I don't take breakups too well. I just don't. I don't want to hear it. Once you leave me because you try to keep from cheating on me, I don't want to hear you. I'm sad, yeah. son. <laughs> no. And that's the thing. Talk. Like, I don't. So I don't like being sad. I really don't like being sad. I don't like being vulnerable. I'll be it. I'll do it. But I don't like it. So now I got to get out of that phase. I got to get right. out of the habit. You're not, we're not about to be friends because Brie doesn't do friends. I'm sorry. Like, I, I'm not going to be a friend with an ex. So, any potential uh, prospects out there, you ain't got to worry about me and friend. No, I don't do that. Um, I'm not calling you on your birthday. Um, if I see you in the streets, it's, hey, what's up? But that's about it. Like, we're not going to sit here and have these long, drawn out conversations. It just doesn't work that way. Like, I, I feel better distancing myself from you. In all ways. Like, yeah, I'm the same way. Because yeah. once you break my heart, we're going to be, I'll have a dinner. You'll be like, yeah, I got to go see my man. And then I'm going to be like baby face again. A bucket of tears and be pissed off. So I just might as well leave you alone. Right. Because, you know, once we break up, you know, I'm be cool with you. I'm not going to be like, oh, man, whatever. But nah. You know, especially if, we, if you really meant something to me. Like, yeah, it's kind of difficult to see somebody else you kind of kicked it with you love. And they like, yeah, I love that guy. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> I can't do it. I can't refer. I can't. Do Maybe that. like Jamal, he want an autograph. Can you? <laughs> like, you want me to so, sing by your table side too? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, this is humiliating myself. Yeah, singing our wedding. Yes, RG, what about if the person didn't break your heart, but you guys just ended up not being good for each other, and you just went separate ways? I can live with that, but I don't need the explanation, right? I just don't. I'm like, cool, you don't want to be with me. Cool, let's dap up. i see you at Chili's or, you know, whatever. But I don't need an explanation on why we're not together, especially if I still dig you. I just know that I'm sitting up here like, damn, where my boys the men see me at? Shit. (laughs) (laughs) I'm broken, son. Right. Right. Jawan, would you sing at an ex's wedding? 
Wow. That's Even if all. it was like an ex that you really no longer care about. No, that, that's crossing boundaries to the guy. <laughs> right. I, I, feel, I feel like that's disrespectful. What if it was his idea? He's silly. Because, like, you have to understand if I'm if I'm comfortable enough to sing to her at her wedding with another guy, then imagine what I was comfortable doing while she was my girl. Check, please. Mm. (laughs) Yeah, you got a point. Check, please. (laughs) Okay. Awkward. (laughs) 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 She was soft and pink. Yikes. Um... So, okay, let's wrap this thing up because we actually went past the time by like 24 minutes. Um, Wrapping this thing up. (laughs) She's catching on. Way to go, Betty. Air that. She's catching it. I missed that one. She applies lip gloss. Yes. (laughs) Betty's one of us now. Good job, Betty. Yes. So why you are so? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, um, if you had to, <laughs> if you had to give any piece of advice to someone who was afraid to basically cross over from the dating field into the relationship field, what what piece of advice would you give them? Who, me? Um, starting with Betty. We'll go from my my left. Be kind. Keep the other person's feelings into consideration. Mm. Not so much so that you're gonna see their feelings over yours, but still keep their feelings into consideration. Because look, look how RG is mentioning that he's gonna be hurt. So he doesn't want to have to deal with you or talk to you. So you really, and, and that t- that point of view for me is something I might not normally consider. I'm thinking the guy is going to be okay with it because guys are just right. built that way. I'm not thinking oh, they're going to wow. be okay. Oh, Lord. We have no feelings for robots. We just built that way. Hey, some men. Bree, am I wrong? Some men act like they're wrong. I thought y'all was out here screwing everything to get over them. I didn't know. No. You guys didn't say nothing about that? That shit don't work. Nope. And number two, you come out here crying at work. They're going to tell you to take your ass home or dry up and keep going. You have to function still. So you can't be up there just laid out crying and messed up. You got to keep moving. Balled up in the future position. Right, <laughs> right. So, Landed in my cubicle, you know. <laughs> going through it. Right. So I would say be kind, definitely. Keep their feelings into consideration. Be respectful. And, you know, be honest. Yeah. Honesty goes a long way. You'd be surprised. Yes. Please talk to me. Okay. RG, sir? Don't be scared. Don't be scared, homie. Because every opportunity is a growing like lesson. So if you are afraid to grow, then you'll never get to where you want to go in life, relationship-wise, life-wise. Right. So yeah, every relationship may not end in marriage. It may not even end the way you want, but you need to experience that so you can add that to the repertoire of life skills. So don't be scared. Right. Okay. 
not we're gonna go with Scooby. Scooby, you go. I'm sorry. What was the question? What piece of advice would you give to someone transition who's afraid to transition from being from single into an actual relationship? Um, sometimes you have to be uncomfortable to be comfortable to get where you want to go. I think RG gave great, um, you know. I love that. Before. Um, I, I heard, uh, I think it was Denzel said that. I heard it within a day or so, and it just resonated with me that, you know, sometimes you got to step out of your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, All right. Come through, Scooby. All right, Jawan. Okay. Um, I feel like someone. Yes. <laughs> Matter of fact, let me let me go and then you go. You can close us out. Are we still talking about interviews, right? We interviewing? Okay. Yeah. Okay. He, he... a little questionable around here. I'm like, wait a minute. What's your So I would say, um, damn. Just speak your mind. Speak your mind and don't be afraid. Like the worst that can happen is you can fail, but even failure with failure comes um, success because at least you were able to allow yourself to experience it. You didn't hold back. You weren't selfish. Um, so definitely just just go for it. And, um, you know, if you get knocked down, get up and do it again. With, with someone else different, though, because obviously that person don't want to do it with you. So, <laughs> just you just made somebody feel so much better, Bree. Good job. <laughs> Good job. Um, wait, 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 wait. I, I have a question. Uh huh. Is it better to love and loss than to, to never love at all? Is that yeah. true? Yeah. If you experience, if you allow yourself to experience the emotion and allow yourself to be vulnerable enough to love someone, and yeah, and it doesn't work out. At least you try. Okay. You won't can know you imagine, it. Can you imagine living a life where you've never been in love? I feel what? bad for that person. I know somebody I like that. that. I know, and I'm yeah. like, you need therapy. You I need feel bad therapy. for that person. Oh, don't do it like that. Being in love <laughs> is one of the most beautiful things and experiences. Seriously, <laughs> I don't even know what you guys. I'm I'm here being all deep, and you guys are saying some. I'm sorry, Bree. It's hilarious. <laughs> Look, I got my first session on Saturday. Get you some therapy. Okay. Like I said, shout out to BetterHelp. Um, Juwan, mm. sir, wrap it up for us. Pause. All right. Um, <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Always, always, always. <laughs> but um, I say going into a new relationship when you're trying to cross over that threshold from dating to like being exclusive, being in a relationship. I say remember your last breakup. Remember those feelings that you was feeling in. Everything that you wanted, everything that you weren't getting, or you know what I'm saying, like or say everything that you did wrong. Like bring that. Into and better yourself, so when you embark upon this new relationship with this new person, they not getting the old hurt and the old mistakes, or okay. even the old emotions that you had in the past that you know were the problem. Yeah. They're gonna get the better version of you, and the the version of you that's been worked on. Mm. But remember, we're all we're all robots. We don't think like that. We're guys. Remember. <laughs> Oh, bro, it's you know I about that, bro. We gotta grow. Yes, like, I do. I'm just giving. You, I'm just giving you crap. 
<laughs> like, oh no, we got to grow, bro. No. We all got to grow. Mm-hmm. He came in here throwing bro pulled out the window. I hear music. Oh, sorry, my bad. I forgot. Oh, I was like, wait a minute. Hey, I was feeling it. That was going to love. Wait, no, no, no. You can't play that. We may get flagged on on, on YouTube. Uh-uh. Oh. Sorry. Um, okay, so. We was humming. Okay. That wasn't music. We were all humming. Uh-huh. Right. right. Yeah. We got an artist on the on the camera. It's That's awesome. right. That's Our very own Juwan. Juwan. That's yeah, right. That was Juwan's music. Cut. Um, so <laughs> what I want you guys to do, um, I'm gonna, and I'm going to take, I can't say nothing around y'all. I'm saying anyways. <laughs> What I want you guys to do is give your information on how people can find you, follow you, support what you got going on, and then I'm going to take you down. Really? Okay. <laughs> um, I'm a first. I'm not go, Scooby, go first, Scooby. Yeah. I'm not going to stop, really, but you know, if you still happen to find me, then cool. <laughs> That's cool. Oh. All right. Um. Yes. Okay, Scooby, like, nah, y'all not about to find me. Okay. All right. Um, okay. I'm going to take you down now. Just, I, just, okay. Shut up, R- RG. Get off the screen. Yo, Yo, bro. Yo, RG is funny, bro. Like, that's the funny guy. <laughs> Thank you, sir. RG. Come through. Tell us. Tell us. Thank you. I'm RG from 40 Still Gaming. Me and my kids, we run a um, gaming channel. You can check out our latest uh, episode on 40steelgaming.com. We also got new merch. We got the brand new um, 40 Steel Gaming mouse pad. And uh, we also have a Roy Vader desktop pad where I pretty much dress up like Darth Vader and the forces always with me. But that's neither here nor there. Um, you can follow me on Instagram or the RGAMES.ii or you can catch me on Simply Sports. Yes. With uh, my brother, one Mike, and sometimes Bree when she comes to work. And other than that, I'm always here for you guys. Love you. Oh, yeah. Also, Moon Man Moves on Instagram with uh, my brother, Ezel Moon. That's twice yes. a week now. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, Jawan, you're next, sir. Please <laughs> let us know. Okay, everybody, you can follow me everywhere at Jawan.official. And really, you could just type in JVWVN YouTube. Well, really, just Google me. It's going to come up. All my links will come up everywhere. Um, new music coming, like I said earlier. Look out for the music videos coming. Got a little surprise for y'all coming on Valentine's Day, of course. Ooh. You know. Um, and the message I guess I'll leave to everybody is do it for the love. Yeah, do it for the love. Mm. All right. All right, I'm take you down. All right. I'm done. Betty! Hey. Betty, this is amazing. This is so much fun. I enjoy having them come up and talk with us. This is amazing. Yes. Um, so before we actually close out, of course, you as well. Uh, final words for the great people, but also let them know. Okay, Jawan, I see you. I see you. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I go ahead and let the people know how can they find you, support what you got going on, and um, yeah, your your final take for tonight. Well, currently, uh, you can find me on Instagram with uh, that underscore b seven four, and then here on Thursdays, every Thursday, 
eight thirty to nine thirty. YouTube, he said, what network um, for that Simply Bree and that B show? Uh, and that's all I got going on right now besides working and doing all my kickboxing and things of that sort. Oh, and being, you can also locate me whenever D-Nice is on doing Club Quarantine. I'm always in the comments um, or in the chat. Mm -hmm. uh, but besides that, just find me here every Thursday. Um, and as far as the my last statement, I think I would just want everybody to know spread love and love will spread. Mm. Or you can spread that soft oh, drink. drink. <laughs> <laughs> spread that soft no drink. Necesito. No, no necesito. I get Linda. Okay. Um <laughs> So what's going on, everybody? It's your girl, Simply Bree. And um, you can find me everywhere on Instagram, everywhere on social media. Just put in Simply Bree, S-I-M-P-L-E-E, Bree. Um, I am excited. I am happy. I am feeling good. I am hungry. I'm going through it all right now. But most importantly, I am very optimistic. And I want everyone who is going from single to dating to exclusiveness to relationship to marriage to just keep in mind that if you remain optimistic, you're going to see good things. You think good things, you put good things into the universe. That's what you're going to get, regardless of whatever you went through in your past, regardless of whatever hurt, heartbreak, pain, anger, all of that stuff, you're still here. You still have air in your lungs. So guess what? you still have an opportunity to try it again. And like everybody said, bigger, better, be yourself, be the best you, give the best you, and definitely be open to receiving love. Uh, most importantly, a lot of people are afraid of it. Love don't hurt. It really doesn't hurt. So this is Simply Bree and... That thing? <laughs> you caught me eating my M&M's. Oh, my God. Shout out, to, shout out to M&M's. Like, listen, um, I said bigger, Jawad. <laughs> Wait, the one with the nuts. Also, you got nuts in your mouth. A whole bunch of them. <laughs> <laughs> Look at Jawad. I wish you could see Jawad. <laughs> so, with that being said, that's like so many pause moments. Like, um, RGU would be so proud right now. Um, with that being said, you guys, make sure that you are subscribing to the network. Please, please, please. We are trying to get to 300, and right now we are at like 246. So at least if we can get by the end of this week to like 270, we're almost there. Like, we're almost there now, but we need your help. We need your support. Please make sure that you are also following us on social media. As Betty said, that B underscore 74 is where you can find her on social media. Me, you can find me at underscore simply Brie underscore. And then make sure that you're also following the network because that's how you find out who we're going to have on the show, what we're talking about. Speaking of what we're talking about next week, before we even go into that, like, comment, share this video, share it with a friend, 
when you share it, put done inside of the comment box so that we can shout you out at the next episode. And we're going to do this for every show. So please make sure that you're subscribing. Um, next week, we are talking about does size matter? Yes, I said it. Does size matter? Now, I see the faces looking at me right now. Does size matter? And the funny thing is, we are talking about the whole scope of size, not just the privates. We're talking about height. We're talking about somebody's physique. You know, if they're built, do they get more play than someone who is not? Do tall men get more play than shorter men? And the Napolitan, Napoleon, I'm thinking ice cream, the Napoleon complex, do shorter guys really have some self-esteem issues? Do they try to outshine with materials? So, Betty, are you ready for next week? And, of course, we're talking about size. Yes. (laughs) Considering that I am, since I am five, two and a half, I have a lot to say. Feisty. I am I feisty? Uh, yeah, but I don't think it has anything to do because of my size. But do I find you know what's funny? Oh, they're both shaking their heads, they're both shaking their heads. Yes, before we leave, I do want to say I get a lot of, and this is something I had when when you brought up the topic to me, I brought this up to you. What's funny is I will have people that have never seen me be like, Oh my god, five two, you're so short. But then they see me and they're like, are you sure you're 5'2"? Because you don't look that short. Yeah. My thing is, does it matter? It shouldn't. You should be worried about what's in here. Wait, where's my heart at? What's in here? Oh, wait. You don't know where your heart... I knew she had no heart. I knew it. I was like, why are you bending over? (laughs) I was looking for your heart. I was like, it's on the floor somewhere? No. Yeah. So, yeah, I got a lot to say. And I have actually dated. I'm actually someone that doesn't like to date short men. Mm. So that was RG. Bars, Betty. That was RG. So it's going to be an interesting conversation, to say the least. Um, I will say. I, I do feel shorter men do have a Napoleon complex usually, yeah. and that they do feel the need to overcompensate yeah. because of their size. Where, where they but lack. I can kind of understand that because I'm someone that gets told all the time, "You're short. You can't do this, or you're, you're too short." You, you know, yeah, I, 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 I think I told you three one time. A guy, as he's trying to get to know me, actually tells me, um, "I mean." You're, you're kind of short, but I could work with that. <laughs> okay. And when I, I asked him how tall he was, that. he wasn't even that tall. That's the funny part. Oh, it so just no, wasn't so. my height. I don't, I don't, uh, I, don't mm, I need to shut up. I'm not going to say what I was going to say. But, um, but you're tall. yeah, I'm tall. I'm 5'9". So if a guy is taller than me, I will admit it makes me feel more protected and more secure. But I just realized that I need to work on embracing my feminine energy because I'm a little rough. Um, I had someone tonight say to me, 
put your, you know, put your, interlock your arms with mine. And it was a guy, he was taller than me. And I go to interlock and I'm like this. And he was like, what are you doing? What? I didn't know as a woman, I'm supposed to be like this. Just, oh. I didn't, I didn't know that. I was just like, like. You were manhandling him? I was, right, right. That, and that's my thing. So like, if. We had him in a headlock. <laughs> If if like, I'm, oh my bad, I don't get it. <laughs> if if I'm taller, there's a, there's a difference because there is someone who is sh- is shorter than me, but I don't feel like I can beat his tail. Usually, when I come across dudes who are shorter than me, I'm like, oh no, I can toss his little tail all around this room. Like, no, this ain't gonna work. But but do you beat your men? What's going on there, Bree? <laughs> No, I don't. Are you a no men? No men were harmed in the making of this video. No. Oh my god. No, I don't. But I'm um, headlines. You're beating them up. Jesus. <laughs> RG, stop it. No, but I'm just saying that's just like the thing. So imagine, like, if if someone is taller than me, I, I'm not worrying about that because he's already given me that that manly, masculine. I got this type of of vibe. Um, yeah, we're going to go ahead and um, wrap this up. And so I thank everybody who uh, came in. Like I said, make sure that you are subscribing because uh, it gets a little crazy. Um, okay. Kyle says, Subscribe, like, and share. Subscribe, like, and share. Subscribe, like, and share. Kyle says, serious question. Why would... Why would... I'm assuming you get in a relationship with someone like that. What do you mean? What do you mean um, in a relationship with someone like that? Someone who is passive, someone who is aggressive. That could go several ways. Um, But yeah, so we are, I definitely appreciate Kyle, you even popping in and um, definitely come back next week or DM us message us, put something in the comments and we'll make sure that we respond. Um, We are going to go ahead and wrap this thing up. I appreciate each and every one of you, as we said, for joining us tonight. And we will see you again next Thursday where we are talking about size. So with that being said, you guys have a wonderful evening and thanks for rocking with us. See you later. Bye. Bye.